0: GM Cardano, I'm Lloyd Duhon. It is the 18th of September, 2023. Here are your top stories. Pi Lanningham of SundaySwap joined the Space Place crew while we discussed the recent controversy with SIP68
1: reference NFTs being minted to a private wallet. Fundamentally, there's nothing smart contracty about SIP68. Uh, Generally, the reason you want SIP68 is often so that you can update the metadata according to some smart contract. And so that you can reference the details in that metadata within other smart contracts. But, you know, so that's the goal that it can accomplish, but it's not tied to that. And unlike the uh, ERC 720 token, they have a smart contract that, like, you're calling into to update balance and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's still all driven by native tokens at the end of the day on Cardano which I do think is a, is a benefit.
0: Pi continued to add detail regarding the source of the controversy and legitimate alternative use cases for SIP68
1: NFTs. There was a well-intentioned community member who called out that several minting platforms are minting the reference token into a wallet. And first, there's nothing wrong with that if everybody knows that that's what's going on, right? There are legitimate use cases to hold the reference NFT in the project's wallet. The project wants is building a project that requires updatable metadata for some reason. There's also, you know, use cases where maybe you want to start that way where we mint it into a wallet and then later upgrade it into a smart contract. Um and so the the criticism was that oh, sip68 should never be used this way, which I disagree with. I think there are legitimate use cases. But I do also think, and I don't—I'm not familiar with the particulars of this situation, so I'm not, you know, passing judgment either way. But I do think it is something that you should be upfront with your community about. Of hey, you know, in the same way that many NFT projects host the images on their servers and pin them on IPFS and could update them if they want, that is also true of you know the the SIP sixty eight token held in a wallet. So I, Later, he
0: offered a suggestion for framing how to deal with competition when controversy arises.
1: I think the other thing that made it such a bee's nest kicker was some of the language that was used um, in terms of like, you know, accusing people of cutting corners and it, it being a huge security vulnerability. And I think that we as a Cardano community don't need to repeat the We we should unlearn the habits of capitalism that drive us to promote ourselves at the expense of our competitors. That's something that I've always tried to like lead by example with of, I love muesli swap and min swap and you know, everybody building on Cardano. Doesn't mean I'm not gonna try and like take a piece of their pie and like do the best for Sunday swap that we can, but I think we can like, I don't think those are mutually exclusive. The IOG development teams have released
0: their weekly development report. Melanie has been digging through the details. I'll turn it over to her now to share the updates.
2: GM Lloyd, this week the IOG development teams made progress across the board. On the core technology front, benchmarking continued on the UTXO model and P2P stack with ongoing improvements to node, networking, and consensus protocols. In wallets and services, the LACE wallet team released multi-delegation support and enhanced ledger integration. Work continues on Trezor and other features. For smart contracts, the focus was on rewriting indexers for the simplified API, compatibility updates, and reducing Plutus script costs. On scaling, Hydra improved commit processes and tutorials, explored network resilience, while Mithril worked on error handling and performance. In governance, Intersect and SanchoNet made progress on test nets and tooling for on-chain governance of Cardano. And Project Catalyst saw the close of Fund 10 voting, updates to community tools, and preparation for the next round. The development teams continue to power ahead across all domains. For GM Cardano, I'm Melanie Duhon.
0: Thanks for the update, Melanie. Some difficult news emerged from the Cardano NFT community over the weekend. Two prominent projects, Disco Solaris and Phoenix Arena, announced they are ceasing or pausing operations due to financial and operational challenges. Disco Solaris shared that the development team at Silk Road would no longer be able to support the project. However, the Disco founder says they are now exploring alternative solutions with Silk Toad. Community members have stepped up to potentially take over that development. Meanwhile, Phoenix Arena's developer announced he is stepping away as the most recent Mint did not raise adequate funds to continue. This has come as a major disappointment to community members who held Phoenix NFTs. While the closures have caused understandable frustration, the incidents have also demonstrated the passion and problem-solving spirit of the Cardano community. Let's hope collaborative solutions can be found to keep these imaginative projects going or transition them effectively. Though there are hurdles, the determination and care for fellow community members ultimately shines through. If you will be at NFT XLV this year and have an announcement, please use the GM Cardano tip line, gmc tips at gmcardano.com, or send us a DM on X to our handle, GM underscore Cardano. For links to the above stories, please check our show notes. GM Cardano is your go-to resource for the latest news from the Cardano blockchain. Your support helps us grow. Please like and subscribe on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. GM Cardano.